Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, The Slobber Knocker Scoop. My name is James, and guess who is back? My co-host, Ash. How are you today? Ah, <laughs> oh, I am very well, James, as you can see from the theme tune. I am back in old blighty, away from the sunshine, unfortunately, but happily replaced being on this podcast again with this Sabonaka scoop. So, yeah, it's good to be back, man. <laughs> I um, I actually didn't think I'd laugh at that again because we, <laughs> we literally did a rehearsal of that before coming on and um, I actually laughed at that again. That song just cracks me up every time I hear it. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those songs, isn't it? It's just brilliant. So, Rufus and yeah. is pretty fun. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Um, how was GTA Vice City Land? It was nice, man. It was nice. So, um, all the... All the heat, uh, nice food, neon lights, and took the kids for the first time, which surprisingly wasn't as a pain in the ass as I thought it would be. Because <laughs> well, they usually I mean, are, aren't they? So. You're, su- you're such a fan of your kids as well, aren't you? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen you with them at wrestling shows. It's like, <laughs> they're, Dude, it's like they're not even there. It's like they're part of your shadow. <laughs> genius. I love it. Literally, like... The main thing that we took out from everything, the bottom line for me and my wife is the kids weren't the kids weren't that much of a pain in the ass. So that's <laughs> a success. Like I mean everything else was great, but the kids weren't a pain in the ass and that was the best thing about it. That's so they cool. loved it, they enjoyed it, they liked, you know, they liked chilling with my granddad. Um then they just like how I did when I was young. They got to see an episode of Raw and SmackDown with my granddad, and you know, watching that. So it was, a, it was you know, it was a nice moment. So it was worth cool. pointing out at this stage as well that his granddad doesn't like Charlotte Flair and doesn't like Randy Orton. He's he's a fan. I'm a fan of his. Put it that way. What, what yeah, what basically is. loves everyone. Um, loves everyone that James loves. <laughs> he's so. my he, he's my guy. He is my new guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, um, Sounds he like loves a, the women's uh, wrestling, probably for the wrong reasons, though. So probably, probably different reasons to why I like. <laughs> it. But, yeah, oh, that's yeah, cool. A funny, funny uh, old guy. <clears throat> it's quite different when you watch them live in America, though, isn't it? Like on live time, because although we yeah. watch it, we sometimes watch it live here. Like we stay up late or whatever. It still doesn't feel like it does when you're there watching it because it's at an actual normal time of day. Yeah, it does exactly. feel like an odd thing. But, um. It's, yeah. it's, it's oddly satisfying though if that makes sense yeah, like you're definitely. not used to it you're used to what you're like oh is it already on so that's where the odd bit comes on but it's satisfying like ah oh, good at least it's an unreasonable time where I can watch it and then like go to sleep uh, do you know what I mean I remember so, uh, um, whilst I was in uh, Orlando after Mania 33 we stayed for like an extra week to do all the parks and stuff yeah. and um <laughs> So we got back one night, like just before 8 p.m. or something, before Raw started, and we just put it on without any plan to ever watch it. You know, we just put it on, and all three of us sitting in the room going, like, anyone else feel like uncomfortable watching this? Because bearing in mind, <laughs> bearing in mind, we just come off of a relentless week of watching wrestling. We were still sitting there watching wrestling, and yeah, it was yeah. really good to us. But um, yeah, like you say, it's a bit different, isn't it? But, yeah, no, it's anyway. different. But it was it was fun. It was nice, and it goes without saying that I did watch uh, last week's episodes and this week's episodes. Um, I think we're going to mainly cover obviously cover this week's episodes. 
because yeah, you know, we're just at the times. Fun. There's only so much we can speak about on on everything with the little break that we've had. Yeah, but, yeah. there was just one standout thing from last week that I want to mention anyway. Because yeah, yeah, of course, and we'll I've mention got, it because it ties up pretty, with. Um, I mean, I've got a pretty <laughs> shoddy memory as it goes along anyway. So last week is in is in the books as far as I'm concerned. So I was literally just. It's just for one thing stands out in my brain that I'm going to mention later at some point. So, um, yeah, let's get started then. Want to start with go. uh, good raw. raw? A lot of moments, um, a lot of good moments to speak about, which we will. Uh, according to sources, Vince wasn't at Raw this week. Um, for some reason, uh, it was Triple H, Heyman, and Kevin Dunn who were running the show. Um, so that's probably the reason why it was, you know. It was watchable. It was watchable. I mean, I mean, if you minus Kevin Dunn, then it'll be perfect. But you know, can't have it all, can you? Or have one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean just because Vince wasn't at the show that he wasn't a part of it because we were in the 21st century. You know, he would easily see what's going on, probably where he's at, and you know, probably send a WhatsApp or call or whatnot saying that change this or change that. But on the nitty running of the show and the dynamics that that probably had a lot to do with Triple H and Heyman. Um, and that's why it was watchable. So, yeah. Yeah, not um, bad. I enjoyed it. Feel like I feel like we should... Because basically one one thing that we missed off of last week, we would have mm-hmm. gone through the um, the King of the Ring participants. Yeah. So it's, we haven't had an opportunity to talk about mm-hmm. who we thought would win or who we thought would do well, la, 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 la. So we've literally mm-hmm. got to this point now where the King of the Ring tournament has actually started and people are already out. (laughs) So um, what I would have just said from last week is that my my man Cesaro, um, I would have predicted to go quite far in this. Um, Mm -hmm. And also Sami Zayn, I would have predicted to go quite far too. Um, Really? After all of the bumps that he's been taking? Well, this is it. I thought it might have been an opportunity to kind of reinvent him or reinvent someone you know, or propel yeah. someone. Um, so on the evidence of this week, obviously it's not a spoiler anymore because it's happened and it's no knowledge, but those two guys are actually out of yeah. the tournament, um, which is disappointing to me. Um, like I say, they would have been my two um, guys that I would have liked to have seen do well, um, yeah. personally. Thoughts? Um, so I had good hopes about the King of the Ring, like I can remember texting you and like, whoa, shit, King of the Ring is coming back because I never liked that it disappeared as a pay-per-view, I always liked the King of the Ring as a pay-per-view um, but looking at what has happened on Raw and Smackdown, especially one particular thing that I'll mention when we get to it, it kind of seems now that the win of the King of the Ring it's going to be, it feels like now it will be like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, where it has a nice sentiment, but it just means jack shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, I think it's kind of like they're bringing it back and the name is back, but does it have the same reverence and the same importance and the same order that like it had when it once did? Um, it doesn't seem to be going that direction, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on it so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like it in a sense of, like, it should be about propelling, like, a, a mid-carder, potentially, yeah. or someone that's yeah. stuck in a rut, you know, to that next level. And um, I feel like they should attach a connotation to it where they've said, you know, oh, 
they should say like winner of it gets you know a title shot of their choosing or something mm-hmm. um you know whether that has to go through and you know win the title that's obviously a different story but like um when you look at who's in it there were some names in it that i kind of thought hmm, not really sure about them being in it personally um i'll just say one of them being um kevin owens on the smackdown side and as soon as i saw kevin owens name in it i was like so there was kind of two predictions that went through my mind one was like okay where he's doing the whole stone cold gimmick maybe he could have got to the final or whatever and kind of won it like stone cold did back in the day but then the more prominent thought that was in my mind was shame that man's gonna screw him and i thought he would screw him later on like i thought he'd screw him later in the final or something or as it got to the nitty-gritty i didn't think he'd screw him this early but um Again, Kevin Owens, probably a guy that doesn't really need to be in it anyway. When you look at the other names, you know, like from the Raw side, you've got Corbin, Cesaro, Cedric, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Smojo, Miz. And then you've got Ali, Andrade, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Elias, and Shelton Benjamin, and KO. And you kind of think, like, how many of those guys have held, like, the top-tier title? Maybe, yeah. like, two or three of them, maybe? Um so like you, you, when you think like KO being in it, I wasn't kind of overly keen on him being in it anyway. Um, so that was my take. That was my take on that. So I'm not actually that bitter that he's out. But Cesaro and Sami Zayn, man, like I was so disappointed because the Cesaro match as well, like was like early in the show of Raw, wasn't it? If it, yeah, if, yeah, it was. I believe it was. I believe it was in like the first or second, first, second, first or second, I think it was. Yeah. You know, and just to be out straight away, I was like. Oh, Damn, you know, but when I saw who, who he was up against, I kind of thought, oh, it was a tricky one. Yeah, you know? this is what's going to happen. Yeah, because when the bracket came out, I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about this. You know, there's there were some matches that I kind of thought, okay, and then some that I thought, oh no, because I've got two favourites in that one, like or two good guys in that one. So like on one side, on the SmackDown side, you've got Ali versus Buddy Murphy, and you kind of yeah. think both of those guys deserve to go far. You know, and then one's going to go out like in the first round. So that's a bit, bit of an irritation. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just generally gutted that Cesaro is out and Sami Zayn being out too. I mean, obviously we'll get to SmackDown a bit later and see where Sami's at with something else. But um, gutted about my man Cesaro because I feel like he is probably the best, the best uncrowned champion right now yeah. Yeah. in WWE. He's, like he's... when you when you consider how long he's been there as well. And like what he's achieved to what he hasn't achieved, this guy should and and the talent just speaks for itself, you know. Um, and I've I've been a Cesaro guy for so long, and I'm like, oh, just so frustrated to see him get eliminated early, you know. Especially as he's just come back with this new gimmick and that, and you're like, oh, he looks like fierce. He's gonna like do something. And then he gets a chance, and they they don't let him, you know. So frustrating to say the least. Yeah. But um, just. Just go on then on this then on you know because we probably would have done this last week. Who who do you, who do you fancy for it? Uh, now, I guess so. Because yes. yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess so. Now that my guy Cesaro's out, I mean, he would have been my pick. But yeah, that's that, that, yeah, he was my pick. Uh, probably, probably Andrade now. To be honest with you, interesting. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, someone like Andrade. Or Buddy, Buddy Murphy, I would like to win it. Yeah, Buddy Murphy, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. When I think about who probably will win it, Baron Corbin screams screaming at me. 
You know what I mean? Looking at that, looking at the bracket. Yeah, yeah. But that, like, I mean, again, this is why um, there's only two. There's a, if if it's someone who should be deserving to win it, then they won't make a big deal of it. Yeah, yeah. If they like, like for like, you know, it'll be it it'll, it it'll have a nice sentiment, but it won't mean anything, right? Like as I mentioned, the Andre the Giant Memorial, right? If it's someone who will be, who the fans will be like, okay, fine, that's pretty good. But if it's but if it does mean something, then they won't give it to anyone who we would like. They'll give it to Baron Corbin, in which case, who gives a shit? Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I feel like the outcome of is not going to be favorable for us. If it means if it means if it really means something good, then it's going to be given to someone who's bad, who's a bad choice. Or if it doesn't mean any or if it is given to someone who's good, then it just doesn't mean anything in the first place. Uh, because it just seems like they just don't want to push the right people at the moment. I mean, there are some people that are getting pushed, which is nice. And um I will mention Buddy Murphy soon. Um, in, in SmackDown segment, but generally, it's you know, um, they still got a lot of, a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a lot of fingers to 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 touch the pulse with, um, because they're just missing it at the moment. They do seem to be missing it. I mean, Baron, like I say, Baron Corbin screams at me as in to say like he's going to be the one because. You think as well what the King of the Ring persona does. It just it plasters someone in an arrogant character, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, like when you think about when like Regal won it or Sheamus won it or whoever else won it. Um, they did I feel like Wade Barrett won it? Did Wade Barrett win it one year? I'm not sure. I don't know if that's true. Actually, that might be totally incorrect. But either way, like these people that have won it more recently have kind of gone down this hill road, and I feel like yeah. just sticking a crown on Baron Corbin isn't gonna, you know, it's just gonna keep him. Hot. and I know they like yeah. him too I mean if you do if you want to do the hill thing Drew McIntyre's your man you know let him bulldoze through everyone and legit beat everyone you know and beat them easily and then yeah. have him yeah. say I'm the fucking man you know essentially and have him in that kind of character you know because I think he can pull that off but I would say Baron Corbin personally is going to be be like my most predicted to win did you hear um, the Kings? Wade Barrett did win it, by the way. He did win. King did of he? Oh, okay. I, I was, 2015. I was wondering whether I made that up or not. Um, right, but yeah. Right. My memory is somewhat there. But um, did you hear <laughs> Jerry, Jerry the King in his segment just before what happens to him? But, um, where he said, oh, I fancy Ricochet and Ali. <laughs> I was like, are you having a laugh? Who said like, that? Uh, the king, Jerry, Jerry Lawler. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was yeah, like, yeah, Ricochet, I fancy, Ali, yeah, I fancy Ricochet. Yeah, that's right. When he did the promo, yeah. And I was I like, what the hell is this guy smoking? I was like, like they're gonna let that happen? You're having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but, I uh, feel like that was just a troll. I'm like, okay, mate. Cheers. Do you reckon? Yeah. Maybe. Obviously, you just you you it's WWE looking at the the thingy again, the 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 comments again, and Chon is. And knowing full well that they have no intention to do it, but they'll get someone to say it just so it looks like they're listening to us, but they're not. <laughs> it was just weird how he was like, I fancy Ricochet and Ali. I was like, yeah, you know, but okay. Yeah. Um, speaking yeah, of kings, should we go into the king? Um, yeah, let's do it. So, uh, The Fiend, eh? Well, the king, Jerry Lawler. Let's just rewind a sec, because The King was supposed to 
um, introduce what I was going to say about last week and what I was, you know, what I was going to mention from last week, how like the bus is back. Um, I'm a massive Sasha fan, just to say this. I've, I've been pulling her for her to come back for ages, so I'm like really, really happy she's back. Did you pop um, when she came out? Oh, did I? Did I pop? Because <laughs> pop even I popped. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I like, like, my granddad was in the toilet and then he came out and go, what happened, what happened? And I go, Sasha Banks is back. He goes, she's back! <laughs> like, yeah. my, my guy yeah. loves Sasha Banks. Um, no, I literally popped harder than she hit Becky with the chair. I was like, yes, I was so happy. Um, so yeah, King was supposed to do a King's Court with um, Sasha. Um, yeah. And obviously we didn't get that. We, what we got was the lights flicker in and then King was like, oh, I know what comes next. And he tried to get the hell out of there and it didn't quite go to plan. Um, I'll just say my my standpoint on it. So I was looking forward to seeing Sasha at this point, right? So I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, where's Sasha? And then I was like, oh, okay, Fiend, I'm happy. Like, either way, you know. <laughs> it's really bittersweet moment for me because although it was such yeah, a cool yeah. moment and I loved yeah. it and it was super encore, uh, uh, super cool, sorry. But I was like, oh. It's uncool that Sasha's been like the one that's taken the bait here. But then I was kind of like, I hope she's on the show later. I hope it was like, yeah, you know, it was way to throw they didn't it all completely off. right or off the day. So I was going to say, so um, yeah, hopefully we get her later in the show. But I thought this was really cool. I was worried for King though, because obviously, like King with his like heart history and stuff, I wasn't mm. sure if it was a good idea for him to be physical and stuff in the ring anymore or like in general and like. You've got a guy. No, he still takes. He still takes. Yeah, shouldn't be. This is the point. It shouldn't be. I mean, he had a heart attack when he was at the commentary table. Do you know what I mean? So he shouldn't be. Yeah. And he's got a guy sticking his fingers down his throat. I'm like, it's probably not the best thing to do if you've got heart problems. But um, I thought this. I thought it was cool. Like I say, I'm quite happy for the fiend to keep coming in and dropping random people, rather than kind of like where people were like, oh, let him go after the title, like the night after SummerSlam. I feel like with this particular character, like less is more. And I think this keeps yeah, him. Exactly. Well, this keeps his stake good, but also keeps him away from um, the the bigger stuff for the time being. So I'm kind of content with it. How, how do you feel? Right. Um, so with Jerry Lawler, I get your point, but um, this is America and they can sue for anything. And Lawler wouldn't have done it. And WWE wouldn't have let Lawler do it if he hadn't have got cleared. Um, so I get what you mean by that, but just unless this was completely 100% safe and Vince would have risked it, his money, because he's essentially risking money if it would have gone wrong, um, it, it just wouldn't have happened. So I think it was okay in that respect. And it wasn't it wasn't like a major bomb. Like he, put, he did the mountable claw, but I'm sure, you know, Bray has a way of making it look vicious while being gentle at the same time, if that kind of makes sense. Really? Um, <clears throat> he might not have even delivered the move properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because no. it was like flickering in darkness. Or yeah, whatnot, so it might have been nothing. Like, anyway. It may yeah. have been anything. Everything that is happening with The Fiend seems to be hitting the nail on the head. Um... And I love it. I, I, I like. I when we when it came when it came to the raw the back of um, summer summer, everyone was like, "Well, the theme wasn't even there, and it was most speak, spoken about, um, you know, superstar, and it wasn't even on Raw. What, what are you doing?" I'm like, "No, man, less is more. You don't want to overexpose a character until 
you know, people get sick of him, especially in the universe, because WWE fans are just complete fickle. So it's good. Um, and his character demands that mystique. So to not know when he's going to come and when he does come, what he's going to do, do or who he's going to attack, you know, you need that. So it was good that we had a break from him. And then when he did come, you know, that is, you know, it happened of, you know, what happened this week. Um, I love how Jerry clocked on and just left instead of looking gormously around the ring like, oh, what's going on? What, what's all this flickering like? People, it's got word around that this is what happened when the fiend comes. Uh, Ruby's white, like, what's happening? Who's there? And you're like, run, because obviously you're going to get murdered, right? <laughs> so, um, and you usually see that in wrestling a lot where people just you know, go the, you know what's going to happen and they're just not seeing the signs. But Jerry saw the signs and that was pretty good for him to just go, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be around for this. And, you know, he still got it. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and it just shows that there's a lot of investment in the character from WWE. You know, they're not overexposing him. And when they do expose him, he's, you know, he, he has legends putting him over. You know, it was Mick Foley and now it's Lawler, you know. So uh, I think it's onwards and upwards from for now. I hope it lasts. As long as it can, I'm enjoying the ride because we know how, you know, WWE have a ten tendency to kind of ruin things or do things. But at this moment, it's on the right track. So good work from WWE. I'll just pose a question where, that, where like you say about the legends and stuff, like what it could potentially lead to. Do you think it leads to The Undertaker? Uh, like well, this is what I said before, isn't it? I think but this would be the ultimate showdown in WrestleMania. But I don't know if it's... Taker will pass the baton to him. I think that's what should happen. I don't know if it will, but I don't know if it's WrestleMania though. I would say like I, I would. I don't mind. Or SummerSlam then, because that's the first. That's the first event. That's the first pay per view, isn't it? Taker came. Uh, Survivor Series, you mean? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah. That's what I was thinking as well, because you're probably like you're not going to be able to do a legend a week up until WrestleMania, if you know what I mean. So, like... But, well, it doesn't have to be every week. But if you did a legend every, or every few weeks, then, up until yeah. the build of Survivor Series, and then Undertaker's like, I'm the legend, you want to be punk, or whatever. Not that I, don't see, I don't see it happening this year. And then, like, you could say, all right, Taker <laughs> versus Bray at Survivor Series, and then Bray ends him at Survivor Series. Like, and he's I don't finished, think it will happen this year. He's finished at the, the pay-per-view that he started at. If, you know? that's hap- if that does happen, it will happen next year. It won't happen this year. I mean, I've got something to say about Taker later on in any other business anyway, so we'll get okay. to that. But, um, but yeah, no, just a bit of food for thought, really. Where like, No, 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 absolutely. Where he's beating legends or whatever, that normally leads to an actual yeah. decent legend coming in yeah. and, you know, speaking up for... Or, Mystique, or mysterious... Yeah. Um, you, know, you, know that, you know what I'm talking about, that whole aura that... The fiend is, you know, vibing off. Kind of, this is how the Undertaker's like, right? So it only makes sense hey, for that to happen. What you're saying is, you want the fiend versus Gangrel. That's what you really. Want. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might actually be a better match than him versus Taker. But yeah. Um, okay, I think we spoke a little bit there on um, on the fiend. Should we get back to Sasha whilst we're there? Because we're kind of there. Okay. Um, so there was pro- so Sasha. 
So that's well, both, uh, yeah. both promos in, yeah? Both, both okay, of. Okay, so last week's one was really cool. I thought, you know, like, come out and, you know, biggest dog in the yard, essentially, being Becky with a title, come straight out after her. And as well, I think the fans are just getting really, really wound up with Natalia's, oh, feel sorry for me stuff, you know? All right, it was a year's anniversary since her dad died or whatever, but I feel like it's been every week and she's put it in every promo about like, oh, did I tell you that my dad's dead, you know? And it's just... <laughs> you know, not that it's a, not okay. that it's a nice thing to happen, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, and I do feel sorry for her as a person, but I'm just like, They've used it a lot on TV, and I'm just kind of like, ugh. And I think the fans are a little bit ugh, too. And she was going to do it again, and then Sasha's music hit and comes out and drops her, and I was like, yes, fucking perfect. I loved it. Um, and then, obviously, lighting up Becky with chair. Just to go on the chair quickly, um, how did you feel about the chair shots? Because there were some complaints, because there's always complaints about something. But was Becky, there? I didn't, know, I, didn't, I didn't know of any complaints Becky, with the chair shots. I never saw it. So Becky got hit a little higher and she got hit on the back of her head. Um, but I'm like, if you're going to take a chair lashing, especially in the style of how it was delivered, something's going to happen. You're going to get hit somewhere. It's a physical thing that's happening, you know? I don't think um, Sasha's to blame at all or Becky's to blame. You know, you're just getting hit by a chair. You might get hit in the head, you know, like the top of the chair hits her in the back of the head and that's it. Well, it know? shouldn't do. I mean, it you know, shouldn't do. It's if you're getting hit by a chair, you should be trained to hit someone with a chair. Yeah, but it's just, in a safe. I mean, and I say safe, quote unquote, you know, inverted commas, but in a safe way where that shouldn't be happening. So I get it. If you're hitting someone with in the back, and then you're getting their head, then that's that's sloppy. Generally, that's sloppy. But like. Um, they're both moving at the same time. Like Becky's trying to crawl away or whatever, and, and Sasha in the sense of how she's doing it. She's relating all her aggression. I yeah. thought it was cool, to be honest. How, like, is that, but yeah, is, I mean, but on the other hand, um, Sasha isn't like Lacey Evans. She knows what she's doing in a Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I'll so, give you that. True. You know, it's, um, I, I will say this is just an exception, which when have you ever seen that come from Sasha before? Never. But the shirt, so, the shot as well, it wasn't like it was... Um, Sean Spears to Cody Rhodes kind of shit. Exactly, shot. exactly. You know, exactly. it was like, it was just a lashing, you know, and like, I didn't hear that Becky got concussed or anything from it. No. So it was like, you know, to me, it was just nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking and I thought like it was fine. But yeah, that brings us on to this week where um, Lou Heard Sasha is sitting with an interview and um, she just cool. says, and she literally just says, you're welcome and storms off. What did you think? Uh, I didn't like it. Just didn't like it. No, I, what she said was just a whole load of nothing to me. It was Actually, just, I did. It was, I just, it was yeah, but it wasn't clever. It was just nothing. Do you know what I mean? If you're gonna be, if you're gonna say nothing, or if you're gonna be, they'd be clever with it. But it wasn't clever. It was just not saying anything, and just just don't just don't have a promo. Then if you're not, if you if you if you can't be clever with it, I don't know whether Sasha is good at. I can't remember if Sasha's good at promos or not. So oh, I don't no. know whether it was an off day for her, or if she's just generally crap. I can't. I'm, I generally can't remember. Oh um, man, you're you're, you're you're the expert on on women. If you're if you're talking Sasha promos, you need to go and back watch and uh, go back and watch. Um, so the build up to Sasha and Bailey at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, and then also the also the Iron Woman match one. 
um, Sasha. Yeah, that was is, a while ago now, though, right? It so, was, and like, there's been a lot. This time happened, till now. There's been a lot that's happened in between, but you don't forget that, you know. And I think as no, well, you don't. Where she where she goes, like, oh, you're welcome, and the way she storms off, and especially the way. So judging judging from that, then an NXT to what you saw at Net this, oh, sorry, at Raw this week. Do you think that was? Do you think that was Sasha uh, um, quality? I would say it like, I feel like it's a beginning of the reincarnation of the boss Sasha Banks from NXT. You know where she was a total heel, and I feel like that's coming. Like I can feel it in her sass, like straight away, and the way she the way she dropped Natty as well, and then like the way she walked off and stuff afterwards. I was like, yeah. Now she, the Natty thing is something else. The Natty thing was something else but that particular promo with the interview like, with she's Cole she's I'd... coming back you know like with yeah. the boss gimmick as well it's like where she's like oh you're welcome that says like I, I don't need to validate myself I'm better than you you know that's what it says and I feel like that's I feel like it's gonna it's gonna grow into something like really cool I think it's gonna be good personally yeah I, it, I mean usually that's what you're welcome means and I, I kind of get all that I just think it fell flat there wasn't yeah but uh, when she ambushed Natalia uh, I liked that I liked the direction of the heel um, streak going um, the only thing I'm not sure about is bringing Natty's dad into it was necessary now I know that you say that Natty's always been speaking about that and that's been making the crowd go oh um, Natty but again to herself hmm? Natty's mm. done that to herself, as far as I'm concerned. Well, really, has she? Yeah, yeah, because not she's really. Been that's it. that's 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 a Vin, that's a Vince thing. I think all of that was leading up. All of that was leading up for Vince to say, "You got to say this, Sasha." Um, but how can I just put that in there? Well, okay, Sasha will do a couple of promos about her dad, and then you will hit with that line, and that will kind of demolish it all. Um, I know Natty would have had to agree to do that but Vince does have a way of convincing people to agree to do shitty things and I think that was one of them just mm. for say well you know could you could you just let let Sasha then say yeah you know your dad didn't see you in hell and tell your dad and you know all of that I think that was just a bit I just it was just tasteless it's, it's not it's not necessary for a um for a heel to use a real life death as a way to um show that they're that they're an arsehole but like, I mean, if you're going to say that, right, so like you'll say, oh, Vince McMahon is using it or whatever. I think this is totally on Natty. I feel like Natalie, Natalie, uh, Natty has said, like, you know, it's it's something she wants to use. Otherwise, they're not going to do it. And um, where no, you she would about, have had to agree, but I don't think it was her decision. But where you say about Vince McMahon, right? So like um, nothing. All right. So when when do you remember the CM Punk pipe bomb? And he said, oh, yeah. he's going to be better off after Vince McMahon is dead. You know, he cut his mic off after that, you know, so obviously he doesn't like when people talk about death and especially like as well, when you think back to like the Benoit stuff, they still haven't said anything about that, you know, like in terms of like, they haven't addressed it to the public, you know, from a company standpoint. So when you look at it, yeah, but those are two different things there. No, but Number when you one, because when you're you're talking about Vince, first of all, the pipe bomb talking about Vince McMahon's death, so he's not going to like that anyway. And two, that's Benoit killing his family, man, and himself. So yeah, like, know, there's no way that you can bring that in the storyline and make yourself look good. No, no, no. But when not, someone's I... just dying of natural causes or 
and he and he died as a as a legend as a good person and is looked at favorably then i can understand you can bring it into a storyline do i think you should bring it into a storyline no i don't think you should bring it into a storyline i don't think no, it's necessary I, I, same thing like what um they got what is it ambrose is saying that he wanted he wanted um he wanted ambrose vince wanted ambrose to use um reigns is cancer I was like, no, I'm not fucking saying that, dude. It's just like, that will make me look like such an absolute dog shit of a person. Mm-hmm. Because he thinks that just using shock factors is just going to get people to go, wow, and not actually fucking think of consequences. Like, these were still human beings, man. Like, they're playing a part. I still, still, I, still think, I still don't think it happens if Natty's not okay with it, you know? Oh, no, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened, but... And I keep saying this as well, like Natty, as good as a wrestler she is, she is mm. the epitome of the word diva. And um, she's like, she's used it like a few times over the course of a year. Bearing in mind it's only been a year. I felt yeah. like it's only happened yesterday because of how much she's talking about it all the time, you know, and how much it's happened, you know. <coughs> um, yeah, I just think like most of it's on her, to tell you the truth, to make her relevant. I feel like she's trying to use it. Yeah, That's but what? there's only so much you can do with promos to make yourself relevant. If Vince says nah, you shouldn't do <clears throat> remember the 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 flu the promos in the show and what you say and what you shouldn't say is it is sixty percent Vince. Yeah, mm. and forty percent the 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 superstar. You know that. Like I know I do, but this I, is, I still this feel is like... common this is common knowledge. So you can't really put it on on Natty to say by the way, Vince, I'm going to be speaking about my dad again, and Vince is going, okay. Because I'm going to speak about my dad again this week, uh, this week as well, and then Vince is going, okay. It's never like that. It's, this is what we want you to do. Are you okay with it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I did it this week. I know I know you did it last week, but, you know, before, like, if you do it again this week, then this is really going to help with this storyline, and she's probably coached into it, and she went with it because she's a, she's a company person, you know, essentially. Um, but it isn't really her bringing it onto herself because she always wants to talk about her dad it's the way that creative is trying to push this into the people and a way for Vince to bring some shitty shock horror factor into a promo that just didn't need to happen uh, mm. personally that's why I think and I'm, I'm, I'm going with what not only we both we all know as wrestling fans of what's common knowledge but also from what Ambrose said himself, and that's what that's what Vince likes to do. He likes to bring this shock factor, right? Um, speaking about shit that you just is just very tasteless. It's true, it is true, but I feel oh, I just feel like Natty, you know, <coughs> like, like I say, as much as it is. I mean, bad, you don't like Natty though. I, it's not like <laughs> it's not like I don't like her, you know. Like I think she's fine. Like she's just there, as far as I'm concerned. You know, she yeah. doesn't she doesn't do anything for me either, either way. So. But um, it's just like, it's just the way over the last year that it's been used so much. It's kind of, and because it's like her, her father was a wrestling figurehead, it's, it's easier to use, if you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, wear his coat to the, to the ring, wear, wear his glasses. Yeah, do this, do that. Make sure everyone knows you're his daughter, you know. And then it's like, we just keep, <laughs> keep using it. And it's, it's just yeah. got tired, you know. I'm just like, oh, are we seriously doing this, you know. And then as soon as Sasha does what she does, people go, oh, you've overstepped the mark, you know? And I kind of think, but, but Natty's been saying it the whole time, so I don't think that's fair. That's, my, that's kind of my gripe with it. 
you know, if you don't want to use it, say you don't want to use it. You know, that's why I personally feel like it's mostly Natty being like, yeah, 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 we'll use it. It's fine. It's fuel, you know, rather than Vince being like, yeah, it's good shit. Oh, no, you it's know? definitely, no, nah, I think it's definitely Vince. I think, like I said, you said it to me as well. Vince is good at, at um, convincing people. You know, he has that charm once he gets you into the, into the meeting. You, you're, you're like, yeah, I know he's going to tell me to do this, but I'm going to be like, no, no, you know, you give yourself a power talk before you have the meeting and then you come out of the meeting you're like, oh, fuck, I've just agreed to it. <laughs> <laughs> he he's has, a master manipulator, to be fair. He is, he is a master manipulator and I think that's what's happened in this case. Yeah. But, I, I mean, know. speaking about other promos, sorry, sorry, did you want to carry on with that? Sorry. No, I was just going to reiterate the same point. I still don't think that can happen if she's not up for it. You no, know? no, 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 it can't, it can't. That's all I'd say. Like, but is it? Yeah. But I mean, manipulation does exist. So, yeah, of course you know, it does. Although she's agreed to it all, it doesn't especially necessarily with, uh, mean. Especially with women in industry as well. Yeah, like I'm not saying. You know, like, this is a big. This is a massive. This is like this is a massive stretch, and this is a big jump, and they don't, they don't relate. But um, it's still an example. To, to bring home my point, it's like a a woman who is um you know at the risk of sounding tasteless. It's like a woman who is staying in a relationship even though she's suffering from domestic abuse. Yeah, um, it's like at the end of all of that, he will put on the sub story the the the, the guy who's the deadbeat who's beating her will put on a sob story going, you know how I lose my temper and all of that and I just don't mean it, you know how I really love you and I can't live without you and if you leave me then I will and then she's like, okay, I'll stay, I'll stay and like, would we say, well you yourself, why don't you just leave and go you don't have to accept this but obviously there's manipulation involved there's like, on every level, to the most severe one, to the minor ones there can be some manipulation involved, whether it's relationships, whether it's business um, and I think in this particular case, in a business sense, this looks like this is what's happening. But, you know, you know, so I don't, we're only some guys. No, the you're, you're probably like 100% accurate and it is probably all Vince. <coughs> but I'm just seeing stuff from Natty as if to say like, Ugh, you know, you're going to just keep. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I you know it. what I mean? I like, like, move on. Or not move like... on, but. No, yeah, not, yeah, no, I get it. No, not move on as such, but kind of like. You know, like I, I'm, I'm speaking as a person that's lost a parent myself, and I'm just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. not move on. But there's nothing you can do about it. You yeah. know, it's, it's happened. You know, don't keep bringing it up for the like guilt. I think for the fans. people, for the You're people thinking. who would want, who has lost a parent, like yourselves, and on, on, at risk of speaking for you, but I'm sure the people you, you would want to see Natty, um, not really moaning about it or mourning about it, but yeah. actually saying, you know what, um. This is what I'm going to do for. This is what I'm going to do in my dad's name, rather than just moping about how my dad has died and yeah, how that's it's exactly been. It. You, you think mean? like, come yeah. on, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't help anything. Show the positivity really. of how you build yeah, yourself definitely. from. Yeah, you just no, I get think it. like, come on, like, you know, but um, but yeah, no, I just she just seems a bit of like the mopey sort, you know, <laughs> and it's yeah, like, no, I get you know, it. But, <clears throat> speaking on from promos, um. <laughs> I think another promo that may have had good intentions but kind of felt flat was Rey Mysterio considering retirement. Now, I liked that they were trying to tug on the heartstrings. Um, and although it's a work, obviously, 
Um, this seemed like one of the few that seemed sincere, if that makes sense. It seemed like it was coming from a good place. Um, it seemed like it was coming from the heart. However, one, I think it went on far too long. And two, Dominic had far too much to, <laughs> to say in a promo <laughs> when he's not really had much promo work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just um, Case of <laughs> Some of the things like, that he was saying, I couldn't even understand what he was saying, dude. Like, it wasn't like I was watching this at one or two o'clock in the morning, like I would usually do. Do you know what I mean? I was watching, like, <laughs> so I was like, what? What is he talking about? I think sometimes sincerity isn't the only ingredient needed to make a good promo. You know, um, you, you do have to have some mic skills, and I think that was a little bit missing. Um, so, despite it coming from a good place, um, I don't know. I know you're a big Ray Mysterio fan, though, so that's why I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, so, I mean, I haven't even noted it down, because like what you said, it is a work. It is totally a work. I think it's there just to put over Dominic, so it's kind of like, he's going to be like, he's. I think he's signed, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, and it's like, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, like, tagging or something soon. Yeah, I think Weird he's signed as well. How he's like, I love you, son, my strange nine foot <laughs> And that's the only thing I find really weird about it. He's fucking massive, isn't he, Dominic? Compared yeah. to Ray. Like, or Ray, Ray. He may not be as short as Ray, but to be oh. the opposite, complete opposite, is just ridiculous. Ray, right? He's massive. He powers over him. And I was literally like, I'll be honest, when I was watching the promo, I was on like, I was on lunch at work and I was watching it in the staff room and someone came in just as I was watching and he went, oh, is Ray Mysterio retiring? I just looked at him and went, of course he isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it is just... <laughs> And he was like, but yeah. it sounds really sincere. And I was like, of course he's not retiring. Why would he retire on a random roar like this? Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, like, it's just going to be about putting Dominic over, isn't it? So, which is yeah. it's a win for me as well, because, like, literally the week before, he, fight, he had a match with Andrade and, like, literally brought the house down. And I was like, are you seriously talking about retirement? You having a laugh? Yeah, just, yeah. You lost, you know? It's, um, yeah, it's a bit silly, but we'll see where it goes. Dominic, world heavyweight champion before you know it because he's nine foot fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's my that's my favourite thing out of it all is how how tall he is. It's like, yeah, he's absolutely. It, it, no, go on, carry on. No, um, it reminds me of um, what's the before before Avengers Endgame? What was the what was the first one? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and I literally cried um, because of it. Uh, but what's the guy from um, what's the guy from Game of Thrones? Pete. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Is it the Man Mountain one? Is he like the huge guy? Is that who yeah, he is? yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's obviously, but he's a, <laughs> but he's short in, in real life, and oh, okay. just I thought that is absolutely brilliant casting that has just killed me so much the way how um, that happened in the movie um, mm. but yeah um, it's, it's that type of irony that is just mwah, comedy I love yeah, comedy yeah. like that um, um, so big yeah. men I was going to go into um, so big big brawny mm-hmm. now, and now Sefi two belts yeah oh that's good Sefi like two one. belts did you, did you call it just, just now? Yeah. Is that, I mean, I didn't note it down or anything, but yeah, Sefi yeah. two belts. I thought Good. that was quite funny on the spot. 
especially as it's like quarter past 11 at night on a Thursday evening. It's not bad for me. What do you think of it, though? No. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I became a victim of the moment. And when I saw this, I actually popped. I may have threw a few fist pumps in the air. Because I, I... I never really... Cause, because, again, it's that, it's that um, element of surprise where you're like, what? Because it's a roar. Yeah. That's exactly. It's a roar. I mean, that's how I popped. I didn't and pop for Seth. And stuff. Seth and Braun, it's never happened before. So why would they pair up as a tag team? And the first time they do it on the Raw, win the tag team, like it just doesn't make. So when it happened, I'm like, oh shit, whoa! And like, yeah. I remember I spilled my drink on the floor, and I'm like, oh, shit, man, I cleaned it up before my granddad caught me. That was kind um, of reaction. I was like, oh wow, you know, I was like, oh, I didn't expect that. No. I didn't really know how to feel about it at first. Uh, reflecting back on it, look, there are definitely good things and bad things from this. Good, it was great to see Braun get some gold to his waist and not a stupid token gold like where he is with a 12-year-old, like generally getting gold to his waist. Um, so that's nice. It's nice to have Seth have a, to be a double champion. That's nice. Bad is OC just got them. Um, with the addition to the US title from AJ to have to have a faction of all gold to lose it um, uh, at a raw, it doesn't seem like a meaningful streak. Um, it kind of feels like Vince just gave them the titles just so that they could stay with WWE instead of faction off to AEW. And then once they agreed, like, okay, now we're going to lose it again because I give you what you want. That it kind of reeks of that a little bit. Um, and Braun and Seth I don't usually get into this elitism if it's called that of tag teams like if you're a good tag team whether you were a part whether you were a team or not if you work well together and fight well together then by all means be a tag team and fight but this is not how it was with Raw or uh, with with Seth or Braun because we have never seen it before. We've only seen Braun come to Seth's aid, um, you know, last week, and now Seth coming to Braun's aid earlier in uh, Raw. So for them to be together and straight away win as tag, I thought that was a little bit um, desperate for a pop, and it should have been given to to a tag team who were more solidified as a tag team. Um, like the OC to to run, like you had you had um, the the AJ and Braun match, and it ended in disqualification, which we all knew was going to happen, right? And like even Cole was like, "Yeah, well, this is typical of the OC because this is what happens." But then in the same breath, he mentioned, "And this is why they're the most dominant faction of the WWE today." And then later on in the frigging evening, they lose the tag team titles to Seth and Braun who have never tagged before in their life like together it just didn't it just was inconsistent and again I will always mention it when it happens WWE at the moment are terrible when it comes to consistency and this was one of them so yeah although it was a nice little moment for Braun and for Seth um, there are some bad things that can't get overlooked as well yeah um, I, I kind of agree with all of that um, actually, 
Um, <laughs> what I would just say was I love the post where it was like Nicholas from WrestleMania 35 grew up <laughs> and like became oh, yeah. universal and and yeah and it yeah. became they universal sure grow up fast. they do yeah uh, that's <laughs> but um this threw me back to when like um so Cena and Shawn Michaels were rivaling for the title like main title and then they put tag team titles on them to kind of like keep them away from each other for a little bit a little bit and like kind of do these tag title things um, so if history repeats itself, it basically means that they're not going to hold it for long. But I, I don't like when they do that. Like they, they throw the belts on a team that aren't even a team because it shits on the rest of the tag team division. And it should be a separate thing away from, you know, Seth is universal champion. We should be looking at him as universal champion, not in a tag team title picture. Um, and it just really, it was really strange to me. And it's, it was a weird kind of pop for me because although it was like, oh, you know, it was a surprise, but I'm not sure whether or not it was a good one, you know? So that's why I'm a little bit in two minds about it. Um, I would say though, is that the the finish was cool because AJ took that curb stomp like an absolute champ, you know? And I was like, yeah, that was so good. When he came in, I like, oh, so, and then when he did a curb curb stomp, I was like, oh, nah, dude. Yeah, it looked really sick. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, but yeah, the finish for me was just like was the only good part about it because I was like, oh, okay, Braun and Seth have now tag team title ch- champions, you know. And I was like, what? Where do they go from here? You know, like what? What's the purpose? You know. And when you think about who's just held the titles recently, um, being a tag team like the Revival, for example, they turn up on SmackDown this week and challenge the SmackDown tag team champions. So for me, that makes the Raw Tag Team titles even more obsolete, you know? So I'm just, Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I'm just stuck I didn't a bit, even think of that. I'm just stuck on a bit of a, a weird tightrope with it, because I'm like, well, what are we doing now then? You know, like, yeah, you yeah. Kind of, who's going to be the next challengers? Are you going to have the OC and them rival again for a few weeks or what? I'm not sure. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think you're right, definitely, when it comes to that. And um, I, I agree. I don't think they're going to be tagged for champions for long. I think it, it's like that situation that you mentioned. Also, with Braun eyeing up the title. Um, yeah, he didn't do it that... until the very, very end. Literally the last shot of before it kind of went off. And, and he did it just when they were getting ready. Like he was, was... looking at the title and then Seth was like, come on. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I know, I know you're, you're, but we need to focus on this match. Like, so he, it was like throughout Raw, Braun was doing that, which is... He did it in a promo as well, didn't he, backstage? Yeah, that's right. He did it yeah, in, that, in that promo backstage. And, like, Seth, he saw it, and he, like, he's like, yeah, I get it, and, which was pretty good as well. Um, so I think that is kind of prepping us to, like, you know, he could turn on him or something. It was like, yeah, tag teams was good, but you know what I want, That Seth. is inevitably what's going to happen. Yeah, gonna, yeah, of course. They're going to lose the titles in the next three weeks or whatever before the yeah. Clash of Champions, and then it'll be Braun versus Seth as the yeah. main event of Clash yeah, of Champions. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'd be hyped for the main event being Seth versus Braun because it's something that's cool and something that's, you know, unique, I guess. But, like, it's just the tag team title picture. I'm just like, what What are you doing? You know, what? why, why is this being booked so badly? It's just odd to me, you know? So I'm, I don't know. I'm not hyped about it at the moment, put it that way. It just should makes Brock be, Should what? Should Brock be pipped to be the next Brock in the sense of being a beast with the gold? To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised to see Brock Lesnar turn up with someone random. <laughs> on- 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like the way that their their circus booking is, you'll have Brock Lesnar and you know someone like Bobby Lashley as as tag champions. You know, it's like, it's like when WWE, um, it's like when Universe Mode on 2K just starts doing its own random shit. And yeah, 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 exactly. Like, <laughs> I remember the weirdest one once. I had Heath Slater versus Christian in the WrestleMania main <laughs> event. And I was just sort of like, what the fuck? What happened here? How did this come about? You know? So, um, yeah, it does seem a bit like bizarre, bizarro land. But yeah, I think um, it's when Strowman inevitably gets the title, he needs to hold it for a good while. I think so as well. He's a, he's a ma- massive mountain of a man, isn't he? Like, yeah. legit. Who you know? It's like when um, he he should have been the one to beat Lesnar because he's just massive, yeah. and you'd say like he's a legitimate person that can beat you because he's huge. I you liked know? it when Braun was like chasing, um, was it Anderson <laughs> around the field? And he's so quick as well. Right? <laughs> and he just Gallows, Gallows just literally ran away from. <laughs> the best, um, he's like, the... I'm not having any of this. The best charge down was with um, was when he was kind of going against Sammy and KO, where KO hadn't even like got up yet from the floor and Braun had like pulled <laughs> yeah. him again as he yeah. runs past him, <laughs> and it's just yeah. like oh, for God's sake. Um, but yeah, I mean, like let's let's just look down the road a bit here. We'll probably get bloody Braun Strowman versus Dominic <laughs> for the title at some point to battle Dominic, the Dominic for main title then at WrestleMania 2020. Yeah. Big men, you know, two nine-foot legends going at it. But yeah, it's a weird one for me. I'm not sure about it. But again, I did pop because it was a surprise. Yeah. yeah. But not all surprises are good when you actually sit down and think about it. Well, this is why I said, like, (laughs) when I came to my senses a little bit and reflected back on it, I did feel, "Mm, okay, well, was this a a total good thing? Yeah, it had. It was a good moment, definitely for Raw. It's but you know looking at the long term of it is it a good thing um and no i don't think it was but it was a nice moment and i I was a victim of that moment and this was quite recent as well put it into context like so the smackdown after mania this year the hardys won the titles and we all and then we sat down and there was an advert break and i just it went quiet and i just went so what was the point of that then (laughs) and everyone around me just laughed and I was like it's true though isn't it they didn't need to win those titles no. I was like yeah, and you've just that's true. I can't remember just, that oh wow Shit, and yeah. I'm like you've just squashed the Usos whilst doing it you know? <laughs> yeah, for and no like, reason someone, someone in front of me even actually, have it long. yeah and someone actually turned around in front of me and went you know what you are 100% right on that you know we all just popped and kind of think what was the point <laughs> you know for <laughs> times so to speak so um Got anything left for Raw? The only thing I've got is not really. Dolph Ziggler knows how to sell a spear. Oh to yeah, that, he does. To that, that spear from Roman Reigns and like fucking midair. He looked like a spinebuster more than a spear. Yeah. Incredible. But yeah, that's all. I've got and um, I'm just glad to see Baron without his dumbass TGI's uniform. Yeah, he actually looked alright in a vest. I know. <laughs> but he did, he did look good in a vest. I was like, oh okay, I can get behind this Baron. Yeah. You know, yeah. Take a crown on him. <laughs> like I say, you know. <sighs> Yeah, um, but cool, 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 cool. that's it. Smackdown. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So, um, KO versus Elias. Actually, we'll go to that in a little because that's a minor thing in regards to a lot to two big things that I want to mention. Actually, there's something um, about. So I don't know if you want to get this out of the way early. 
Yeah, I'm... okay. What is it? What, what is it that you have in mind? <sighs> what is it? You know what it's going to be. Sami Char- Zayn Shinsuke. Charlotte Flair getting the next title shot. Okay. All oh, right. Okay, fine. Yeah. I am furious. Like, and the way they did it as well is just disgusting to me. The fact that Bailey has Bailey Bailey is the ta- is the champion right now, right? Yeah, we know that, right? You know that. Just to clarify that, Bailey is the champion right now. So she comes out and she challenges Char- Charlotte Flair to a match at the next pay per view. What the hell is this all about? This is absolutely absurd to me. Why is Charlotte Flair being literally um, treated like she is? You know, she's not even on a human a humane level anymore. She's like this kind of mythical beast level in the fact that everyone wants to fight her in some way to prove themselves or whatever. Bailey, you're holding the title. You don't need to prove yourself anymore. You've won it. You know what I mean? You beat her for it. Leave it at that. You know, I, I'm, I'm literally sickened with the booking decisions that Charlotte Flair gets another title shot this soon. And I'm just literally like, there is a whole um, roster of women's wrestlers back there that you are treating like absolute shit because of your agenda for this one person. Um, and and my prediction going early as well. Charlotte is beating Bailey. No way, you know. There's no way Bailey's retaining. Okay. What do you think? Um, okay, so when Charlotte, so when Bailey said, uh, "Is that a challenge, Charlotte?" Because if that's a challenge, I accept. I was like, "No, that didn't seem like a challenge at all." Why did you do that? You did. <laughs> it didn't seem like a challenge whatsoever. You didn't need to say. I accept your challenge because that's not what Charlotte... It didn't seem that that's what Charlotte was putting out there. It just seemed a sloppy way to put Charlotte into a title match from creators because it wasn't like, oh, I can beat you when... It, it didn't come across like that anyway, but it was just... When I when 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 Bailey was like... And just to, uh, you know, I can't remember how she said it, but it goes, I accept your challenge. I'm like, what? Did Charlotte challenge? Because I've missed that. Because I didn't exactly see exactly what at I'm all. saying. I was like, I was just furious in the sense of like, why? <laughs> why did Bailey have to come out here and yeah, say? Yeah, why did he? <laughs> it, it's, it's like it's like Charlotte is already the champion, and Bailey's coming out here and challenging her for yeah. her title. Like, I saw it on Twitter as well. Like people were like, oh, thanks, Bailey. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh, I was so just mad at it. It's literally a one-person division. It's just making me so mad to a point uh, where. You know, I'm just giving up on it. I'm like, oh, are you fucking fu- like, are you fucking for real? You know, I'm just furious constantly with this. It's such bad. Such yeah, bad. Um, it does seem like WWE is incapable of putting shot in a storyline that doesn't include a title shot. However, to count on what you said earlier, there is a silver lining. Now you said that Charlotte isn't losing. However, I see what the silver lining is: is that we all knew from a mile away that there may be a potential of Charlotte being in this match because it was going to be in her hometown, right? But the silver lining comes in is that WWE love to make people lose at their hometown, um, and I'm not seeing and I'm not seeing anyone win at their hometown for a long, long time, and so it may be the case that Charlotte is going to put Bailey over. To give Bailey more credibility to her, because let's let's be let's be honest, the Ember Moon storyline did nothing for Bailey, right? No one was invested in it. Two faces um, fighting, uh, no history together. Um, you know, there's nothing really to build on because Ember doesn't really do much promos, so no one really gave a shit about that. Like 
on paper, they're both great wrestlers, but in regards to the story, no one cared. <clears throat> but with um, with Bailey fighting Charlotte in Charlotte's hometown, and Charlotte loses against Bailey, that would be really, really great for Bailey and her title reign, and that may be the case. I'll just pick up on something you just said, right? It's got nothing yeah. to do with like what we're actually talking about, but you said on paper, right? Yeah. So on paper, right now, <laughs> as it as it stands, Bailey probably is scheduled to go over Charlotte. But you know what'll happen? Half an hour before showtime, Mr. Vince McMahon sitting there going, Oh no, 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 we better put Charlotte over. We better. You know, and then she, and then she's over again and she's holding the title again. Ten you know, times they can't, they can't, yeah, and I feel like they are racing through this to try and get um, Charlotte into this kind of like elite level where she's gone past her dad's legacy and her dad's reign. Yeah, that's going to happen. We know that's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. They're trying to do that, yeah. It should happen at this stage where they've already given her nine or whatever, but I kind of think it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think. And like, I just think like, so the way I'm summing it up now, I feel sorry for, um, for Ashley. Right, and what what I mean by that is Charlotte's real name is Ashley. I feel sorry for the for the woman because they've spoiled her rotten, and by doing that, they've killed her career because people do not want to see her now. Whether it's in a match against Trish Stratus, you know, in a showcase match, people are just tired of seeing her because she has been spoiled rotten, and there is just like no enjoyment from watching her anymore. And that's not just me saying that on a personal level. A, a lot of people are saying that about the women's division right now. The women's division has literally called off so much because of one person being elevated more than any other, you know? And it's just, um, it's just so frustrating for a, a fan of women's wrestling to see that happen. And like I say, um, I'm sure, I'm sure Ashley, you, you know, being Charlotte Fleur is a lovely lady and I'm sure, you know, but then it's like we spoke about before, if you're going to get handed all this success, of course you're going to grab it with both hands, you know? So where does the line stop? At, at 20 titles, at 30 titles, you know, because it looks like at this point it's going to get that way, you know. It's just, it's just mad to me. I just can't, I just can't comprehend it anymore. It's just, it's just doing my head in. I, like, I haven't fast forwarded or like um, avoided anything for a while, but um, this might, this is getting to the point where I'm not going to watch this anymore. Like this particular segment. I'm like, well, as soon as Charlotte Flair comes out and fast forward and through, don't care if it's who, who it's against, you know, even if Bailey, you know, somehow pulls off a victory, it's not going to be the end of Charlotte, is it? She'll, she'll get a rematch because she get she gets a rematch, you know? So mm. I'm just incredibly frustrated from a fan's perspective on it that they keep shoving this in my face and it's just yeah. too much, you know? I would love them to put to put over Bailey, but to be honest, I thought... I mean, what, what what if it does happen? Then what, would you, would you have a little bit of respect more for Charlotte now? And go, what well, if they you know, over Bailey? Well done, yeah. Um, if, they, uh, if they do, I mean, like, I personally feel that they don't think Bailey is that popular, personally, and, um, you know, she's held the title since, what, Money, Money in the Bank, so... I wouldn't be surprised if she lost it now. Put it that way. She's had a run, you know, mm. which would be unfortunate. But like I say, even if Bailey does beat Charlotte, Charlotte, like she's the type of person that beats Asuka two weeks until Mania because they wanted another title in that main event. And she's the type of person that beats Becky Lynch at Money in the Bank 
and holds the title for 10 seconds, you know? It doesn't matter how long Charlotte holds the title for as long as she gets another one. That's all that keeps, that's all that seems to matter. Yeah, yeah. It, and it seems it to be about it seems to be about volume rather than about, about quantity. It's about quantity. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely about quantity with her in particular because of what she's chasing. You know, and it's just so unfortunate. So that's why I can't see past Charlotte winning. Because why why would Bailey win, you know? It's just so unfortunate, you know. I, I just can't just can't comprehend well, it. It's actually it's it's stressing me a little bit, you know, because it's it's a part of the show that I really look forward to seeing every week, you know. I'm like, oh, the women's division in, in this is, you know, something I'm looking forward to. And then it just kept getting shoved in my face, like, yep, we're going with this person again. You know, and I think there's so many people back there that just aren't getting an opportunity. You know, do you feel that way too? Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's, that's, that's echoed throughout. That's objectively a, a, a you know, throughout the... The wrestling fandom is that it's just being shoved in our faces too much, and it's not. And yeah, <clears throat> also, I feel I like the only ones that say, oh, you know what? I don't mind if she, um, is you guys are just crying too much. You know, Charlotte is great. And they're just opposing for the sake. Just try, do you know what I mean? I think they're just trying to what oppose would, what yeah, people yeah, are saying for the sake of it. And yeah, sorry to keep going on about this, but like, all right, what I would say is that she is great. Like, don't get me wrong, she is very, very talented and very good at what she does. But yeah. they'll, make out, they'll make out that none of the other women are as good as her. And that's what's annoying, because it still takes two people to have a wrestling match um, and yeah. two people to tell the story. If you're going to have Charlotte on so many titles and then the other person on, like, two or three, you know, you kind of think, well, where's the balance? You know, there's no balance. You've obviously got what you want. And Charlotte was saying it in the interview, you know, I'm the one that goes and does all the press. I'm the one that does this. I'm the one that does that, even whilst Bailey's champion. And it's true because they're literally forcing her down our throats in the sense of she is the female Roman Reigns, you know? And um, where people are saying that, so Bailey hinted at it on um, social media. Someone asked her if, she, if they'd like a queen of the ring as well as yeah. a king in a ring. I'm going to objectively say no, I don't want to see it, even though I do kind of want to see it because Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte Flair wins it. It's simple as that. You know, there's no... There's no competition there because, you know, the, the prize is being the queen. And what does she call herself? The queen. You know, it's not it's not put like it's no point doing it. Yeah. It's just yeah. predictable. It's stupid. You know, and like like I say, I feel sorry for the woman because her ego must be through the roof right about now. You know that she's been. Look who's you know, going to the red carpets and yeah. uh, it's me. <laughs> like I, say, I, feel I mean, she's not lying though, is she? She is no, true. she's not. But I feel sorry for the woman herself as well because like <laughs> the way, like when I sent you that picture of her when she started in NXT to what she looks like now, you know, yeah. she has had a lot of work done and she does, she has changed her whole image and I kind of think like, I feel really sorry for her. You know, it's like, oh, we want you to look like this, you know? You know, I just, I just feel a bit sad about it really. You know, because I think back to NXT Charlotte, I actually quite liked her in NXT, you know, because she wasn't head and shoulders above the rest. There was four of them that were the standout, you know, and um, yeah. it's just not the case anymore. She's just been ruined. It's been spoiled rotten, essentially. Every time as well, I've noticed... Is there, a way, is there a way that she can redeem herself? Is there another way? Is there any, or do you think that's it? She's gone she's gone beyond reproach now. There's no way, no matter what you do, even if you take her away from the title shot for two years, I'm like, I will never, I will never now not be sick of Charlotte 
Or okay. is there a way where you, you, she can come back and you would like her again? I guess the only way I can answer that question is with an example. So do you remember when John Cena lost to The Rock and he spent yeah. next year on a losing streak? Yeah. Uh, oh, he, wow, yeah. And he lost ev- ev- to everyone. He literally yeah. lost to anyone. And, um, yeah, that might be an option. You know, have her lose to everyone. Um, yeah. You know, because AEGs for all of the successes. Like, yeah, because I mean, even if she goes away for a while, it's pointless because yeah. she's pointless not. Pointless if you're not really taking not the bumps off people. That time. Yeah, yeah, she won't be competing in the time that she's away. She comes back, she wins the title. You know, and yeah. you kind of think it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same, same thing. Player. Yeah, that's true. We need to see a different character change in the sense of like she needs to lose a lot, you know, and then go back to the basics essentially. And, you know, a lot of people say as well, I'll keep her away from the main title and put her in the tag team division. Don't do that either. Because if you do that, she becomes another Grand Slam champion. And yeah, you can't yeah. win. You know, because they're not, not going to put a title belt on Charlotte Flair, you know, because it's, again, because it's marketing. And it's, it's just a shame. It's such a shame to see. And it's, I feel sorry for her, you know. She'll probably laugh at me for saying that because she's like, well, you're joking, and you're the most successful woman ever. But I'd be like, yeah, but you've been spoiled rotten, and that's how it looks to me, you know? Every time as well that I put on, so like when I comment on a WWE thing, I'm just like, you know, I keep saying spoiled rotten, I keep using that term, and I get, I get quite a few likes on it each, each week, you know, because people feel the same way, you know? Again, it's like with Roman Reigns, it's forced down your throat, people don't like it, and you get stuck. And that's, that's how I that's how I feel with her. Right. Far too much on Charlotte. Far too much. Yeah. Sorry. Let's... So. <laughs> I do it a lot. Sami Zayn and Shinsuke. Um, I really don't know what to think of <laughs> this. Uh, honestly, it has all of the elements of a dumbass idea which miraculously could pay off, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like what? Who who brought this together? Why are them two? Um, like, like as, but if it's in the right hands, i.e., the right writer's hands, it could work. Um, it's just like because obviously they had five matches back in NXT. Um, if you remember those matches, um, so for them to come together is is not the fact that they're coming together. At all, because they could come together and fight and have a bout. But like, oh, now I'm representing him, and you have to go through me to go to that shit is weird. What is even more sad, though, about this, more than anything else, is three things. Number one, I genuinely forgot Shinsuke was intercontinental champion for a minute. Like when he came out. And he goes, oh, it's Intercontinental Champion. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, he is Intercontinental. Like, he, that shouldn't have happened for an Intercontinental Champion where he's kind of been, a, you know, forgettable. Because he has. He's not really done really much. Um, he doesn't seem like a WWE wrestler, like superstar. You know, like how they, how they perceive their talent. Shinsuke yeah. looks like he's working for someone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. sounds really strange. But he doesn't it's look. Just... He, he doesn't fit the conventional WWE mold, no, and that's no. stuff they don't like about him, you know. Um, and like he's got the Intercontinental Champion, and that's great, but he hasn't been a memorable one. They haven't really been doing things with him to show he's a great champion, which he has all 
the you know all the talent to become a great champion. Two, they've just totally abandoned the Ali and Shinsuke feud, which was starting to build momentum. They just thought, fuck it, and then just went in another direction with no explanation, which was a bit shitty, especially for Ali, because he had all of these promos coming out, you know, before SummerSlam looking like a mixtape, like, you know, I don't, what was it that he was talking about? Hope or something? Or I don't know what he was talking about, but it, it looked like he was on the, on the cusp of something. And yeah. then it was like, okay, so this is what it's about. It's him and Shinsuke, and then dropped all of a sudden. And, you know, <clears throat> he confirmed it on Twitter. It was like, so are you telling me that this Ali thing has just been dropped? And then he just quoted the person and said, yep, correct, that's what's happened. I'm like, mm. oh, that's shit, man. So that is, that's sad. And the third thing is that there's still this low-key bias kind of racism of, you know, Japanese wrestlers where they're not allowed to talk. Page for the Kabuka Warriors and now Sami for Shinsuke is like, is just let them be themselves, show show the diversity and trust them that they can communicate, even if it's not perfect, crisp English, that they can communicate a good promo and people still understand it, still excited about them fighting and still, do you know what I mean? And it, yeah. that's not the case. Uh, I, so always, that's, um, I, think that's I always think back to when Jericho had him on um, Talk is Jericho. And the way that he, the way that Jericho talks to him in the in the conversation is like he's talking to a toddler, and it's yeah, really yeah. like uncomfortable to listen to in parts because, like you say, you know that it's oh he's foreign. I've got to, I've got to talk to him like really slow. Yeah. And really so, do you like wrestling? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they're not deaf. They're not fucking yeah. deaf. But like like I say, I mean, what you you mentioned uh, with with Sami Zayn and stuff. So like, um, at first when he comes out, I was like. Oh yeah, this is different. And then I was—I I remembered that he was Intercontinental Champion. To be fair, but um, I—I I did like you say. I was a bit disappointed that they dropped the um, the Ali match and stuff. But um, with <laughs> so with Sane and um, Shinsuke, that match at NXT Takeover Dallas—they only did it once. They hadn't—they hadn't had any other matches because that was in, uh, Sami Zayn's last night there, and um, it was literally one of my favourite matches to watch live like pretty much ever um yeah. just to put myself over i was in the building that night um it was a pretty pretty sick, <laughs> pretty sick crowd a pretty sick match um so like my I, when it when shin's walking down the aisle because it was so long ago i was kind of like what the hell have these two got in common <laughs> but then i was like oh yeah like that incredible match that's like one of my favorite matches ever and i was like okay i see how this can work now um, but you know, all I, all it got me thinking. So where it's involved with the Miz, right? The Miz screams Intercontinental Champion to me, right? So when you think of the modern era, you think of like who's been your bespoke Intercontinental Champions, and the Miz yeah, is Miz. one of them. Miz and you is... say like you said it yourself, how they think, oh, you know, Shinsuke's not really working out. Put the title back on Miz to make it relevant again. You know, that's all I can see from this right now. I don't know how it can change. Um, and like you say, I feel like Sami Zayn's just been put there to kind of help Shinsuke communicate. I think they don't know what to do with him because he's just been losing. So oh, yeah, like, like I say, Sami Sami's like one of my favourite guys, and I'm just like I don't understand. I was gutted that he was out the King of the Ring, and I'm just like, what are they going to do with him? You know, and then like we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to put you over. But he's a much um, better wrestler than he is a promo, Sami Zayn. I would say. And that's yeah. 
playing. You know, I'm like, they're not using his best skills. They're putting him like as a pro. Well, that's the thing. Like, we don't want to put you over, but um, we know that we can't have you keep losing every week as well because the fans are getting pissed off at us. So let's just try and just try this thing. Let's just I see actually this feel like... I'm uh, just throwing shit at a wall and seeing if, seeing if it sticks. I actually feel like Sami Zayn will be potentially one of the next to go when it talk about like contracts being up and stuff. Mm. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like he could be like one to say, you know, you haven't done anything for me for the last however period, so I'm going to go and do something else. He seems like the kind of guy that could easily as well because he seems like away from WWE, he just switches off, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like um, he's like his own man, so I could definitely see him doing that. You know, going hanging out with Neville or something. Do you know what I mean? Well, he's very, he's very, um, he's very active in um, in philanthropy, isn't he? he? Like he's big on the charities, and so he does all yeah, this yeah. stuff. He loves travel uh, I, and things, and he loves traveling. Yeah, so I love that about him. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, DB Rowan reveal the attacker. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Okay, so when this, I literally roared out laughing. Like I literally, I went ah, like literally, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it, it has to be a troll. The guy who they revealed looks like Lou Harper cosplaying Rowan. If that makes sense. He had a really like red head. If you watch the reveal again, you can hear someone from the crowd laughing in hysterics. Like and you hear someone going, ah! <laughs> like, and I you like could actually say, see... If I watch it again. I, I, I mean, I'm, I was a bit annoyed at watching it the first time. Well, I yeah. I mean, yeah. and if you and you can actually see... Um, <laughs> you can actually see Daryl Bryan, like, almost um, losing character. He was almost about to laugh when he was seeing, Ro- when he was seeing Rain's face when he revealed it. <laughs> and then he looked away. <laughs> then he looked back, and then um, and then he and then he went back into character. I thought that was funny, because this is funny shit. This is just ridiculous. It's such a massive troll for for the sake of it, and I, I have no reason why it it bring it it brings out more questions than it answers. Obviously, because no one knows who the fuck he is. Um, he's he's yeah, he's I been just... hired like he's been paid like forty quid for the night. To just, <laughs> to just stand in for no reason to just be there because he looks a bit like Rowan. They hired him for that purpose, basically. It's gonna, it's gonna obviously end up to be Brian, and you just kind of think like, oh, what's the point? You know, this is, this has already got boring before it's had time to start. You know, but we have had something really good come from it, being the Roman Reigns Murphy match from last week. Right. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Incredible. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this week, um, old buddy Murphy um, against DB, and he beats him clean as well. Which... Yeah, and that was great wow. of DB to do that. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's not really surprising, though, with DB being a commentator for um, 205 at a point. Um, like yeah, he, he, did loves... the, um, he did the classic, the Cruiserweight That's classic. That's right, yeah. And he, he, loves, he loves the the Cruiserweight division. So I think, and I think... Um, that was all. Not only that, though, I, I think the the green light for that to happen, still, although DB was all down for doing that for 
for Buddy Murphy. I think that was still due to that fire match that happened last week with him versus Roman Reigns, which was a great match. So good on Buddy for that, and I'm I'm hoping to see a lot more from him because that was great. He's definitely the uh, the best secret, hundred percent. I mean, like this guy. I've been talking this guy up like for ages. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Sam, why hasn't this guy on TV yet? This is what he can do, you know. And um, yeah, I feel like we might have, you know, have the birth of a new star here. But then Vince will probably say, "I don't like his Australian accent. Better get rid of him." You know, can't understand what he's saying. I'm going to put him with Sami Zayn for no reason. So. Um, yeah, I was just worry. That's the only thing I kind of worry about as such. But um, Buddy Murphy, the last two weeks, has had kind of like two top-tier level matches, hasn't he? So, um, and it, what what I was going to say about it as well, actually, is don't forget, not this week's one, because we all know Daniel Bryan's like an insanely good wrestler, but last week's one, don't forget that Roman Reigns is good in ring, you know? A lot of people slate him and say, yeah, oh, people he's think he's shit in the ring. He's, he's not, not. He's not shit in the ring. He's, yeah. he's being pushed... Far too much than he has. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. all agree that. But don't now make shit up just because you don't like because you're sick of him. That's it's like I say about um, it's like I say about Charlotte too. Yeah, like, you would never say that Charlotte's not no, a good wrestler. She's not, not a good wrestler. She's, she's a, a great wrestler. Yeah, yeah, she's a fantastic wrestler. But yeah, no, just to say as well, you know, like I said, Buddy Murphy had to wrestle someone in that match. It was Roman Reigns, and he was class as well. You know, yeah, yeah. takes two to put on a great wrestling match. So. Yeah, um, but Buddy and Brian as well was was friggin' awesome. Like, yeah, oh, it was. It was. It was a great match. For a TV match as well, I was like, wow, wow, loved it. It was so good. Um, other points, yeah. So the first point that I mentioned b- before I delayed it was the KO versus Elias. Um, so I mean, aside from Shane and all of that bollocks and him getting screwed, I did like how um, KO was like, you know. That hundred thousand dollars, you know, I got to think of my th- my family. I liked that bit. I liked, I liked, I liked the vulnerability of, you know, KO. I didn't, I didn't like the those backstage promos though, because one, I was like, <laughs> so how far away is Shane McMahon's office? Because Owens <laughs> was in there like three times. And he was like, "You want to see me again?" And I was like, yeah, yeah, "Are you yeah. just hanging outside, or yeah. are you like?" Where are you? Something? Yeah. Um, so that annoyed me because they just kept using the same little set bit um, but then it was like like it was just cringe because I was like oh he's pretending to be on the same side as KO and he's just going to turn on him later and that's exactly what happened I was like fuck's sake so predictable boring shit you know okay. um, no yeah and that's the, true that's a fair point you know and the ending the ending did suck as far as I'm concerned I just liked how before um, like you know, you would see Stone Cold and he would stun the boss and then McMahon would go, you're fired, Austin! And then Austin yeah. would wiggle his head and go, oh, well, I don't give a toss. And he'd be like, well, how, why are you showing, why are you portraying superstars to not care about their income? Like, this is their job at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't make any sense with so many superstars coming in now. You can't pull that shit that they don't give a shit about money or anything like that. And like, they're going to be the anti-hero because that just doesn't fly anymore. This is a real life thing I, i'll beat it at work so to show that vulnerability of it it was it was refresh it was refreshing i would say but yeah sorry you were saying about the ending the finishing yeah no i just thought the ending sucked because like i say, it's just so damn predictable you know yeah but yeah yeah it's really irritating okay. well i'll say again as well i've totally forgot elias had entrance music again yeah that new one that, that really i'm literally that threw like, me off is this 
off. It annoyed me as well when they were like started a show like, oh, Elias's 24/7 title is exempt from tonight because I was like, it really <laughs> whole night of yeah. fun, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a shame. Even if it's just the same three people being, you know, Drake, Archer, yeah. Elias, or whatever, you know, it does add a bit of fun in there. I would actually, from the 24-7 title as well, I'd actually like someone else to be thrown in there now because R-Truth's been like a 12-time champion or something. Yeah, they're going to make it go stale now, aren't they? You know, and Drake is kind of doing the same shtick every week, although he's very good at it. I would just yeah, like he's good at it. someone else in there, like drop Elias, like Samoa Joe or something, just like yeah. just drop him backstage properly and just say, yeah, I'm yeah. holding the belt now or whatever, um, just to kind of mix it up a bit, you know? Um, but yeah, the ending sucked. As far as I'm concerned, I was like, Ugh, I hate Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon needs to go away and go away for a long time, you know. Like, I'm, yeah, I, I keep saying I'm happy with him in a like a commissioner type role, but it's not necessarily needed now either. Um, so yeah, it's just getting incredibly frustrating seeing no, him on my. To get commissioner, he just needs to disappear. Yeah, it's getting annoying seeing him on my TV every week. So yeah, it's just boring, really. You know, oh, KO got screwed. Of course he did. You know, it's just oh, boring. I don't know what to say. I mean, like I say, I thought the King of the Ring thing, I thought it might have happened later down the line. But if in a way, I'm kind of glad that it happened now because then I can enjoy the tournament for what it is rather than be like, okay, I was going to get screwed in a minute, you know? Mm. Or at least we get to enjoy it now. But I don't know. Wow. Well, um, yeah. Andrade versus Cruz. That's pretty good. Yeah, good match. That was a um, good match. But I mean, um, I didn't expect Cruz to beat Andrade. But they need to stop getting lazy with Andrade fighting because it's either Andrade or Rey Mysterio. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to put Andrade over, okay, but don't put it at the expense of Cruz all the time. Like, give yeah, Cruz yeah. someone else that he could fight so that he has a chance to go over a bit as well. Saying I just that think in it the... was just predictable. Saying that though, yeah, I, I didn't expect Cruz to win. But what I would say in this match, as it went on, it did look like. Andrade was getting frustrated in the fact that he couldn't put him away. And I thought yeah. that, you know, that that did tell a little story within the match itself. And then he had to cheat to win in the end, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, so like Cruz wasn't like a pushover in, in that sense. Whereas like, you know, you look at the first round match on Raw where Cesaro just lost, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just lost. And I was like, oh, okay. At least they've given Cruz a little bit. But these are the kind of people that need to win matches rather than keep putting other people over, you know? Like you say, like, again, yeah. you put Andrade against Cruz, you're like, oh, it's a toss-up, it's hard, it's difficult, you know? So they haven't quite got it right yet, in, in my mind, you know? I, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see how this King of the Ring thing pans out. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, right. I've already told you, like, it's over one or two things, which, unfortunately, in my cynical mind... Um, but no. just the final that takes place at um, Clash of Champions as well isn't it yeah that's right yeah so we're going to see everything transpire on normal TV before it gets to there so fun well, times to talk about so yeah um, so that's what I've done for this week because I've been busy living it up La Vida Loca in Miami so yeah. 205 or NXT uh, so I, yeah I mean, I've only got the one thing for NXT was um, so Jordan Miles who won the breakout tournament? He yeah. comes out with a contract and gets and like challenges Adam Cole, and they all kind of just laugh at him. And there's like memes going around now where he looks like someone's waiter in like Olive Garden, the way he's holding the <laughs> NXT. 
Um, so that was quite amusing. So I think we we're going to get that on an NXT show, though, like just like a regular show. I wouldn't even. All right, so I guess it's in any other business that we're going to go into now, anyway. Yeah, we'll go. Oh, okay. You want to do any other business now? Well, I haven't got anything else to add to NXT. Cool. Just, Let's do it then. It's Killian Dane. That was about it. But yeah, other than that. Um, yeah, so NXT is moving to USA for a two-hour-long show. September eighteenth. Uh, correct. Um, conveniently in time for AEW's debut on a Wednesday night. So mm. I look at this quite spitefully in the sense, but I understand it. I understand it from a business point of view, but I look at it as a bit spiteful in the sense of like, just let AEW do their own thing, man. You know, like too much wrestling can't be a bad thing. But they're like, we have to win. We have to be in charge, you know? Yes. And I feel like Vince is using NXT to his advantage in that sense. Because although like everyone that's related to NXT have been talking it up on Twitter or whatever, saying, oh, proud of, the, you know, proud of it. Look where we've come. Yeah, I mean, like, agreed. Look how far they have come. But if Vince McMahon is involved with the production of this show, it is going to turn to shit. And well, it's not I, apparently. It's 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 going to be exactly how it's run. The only we, thing is, it's just going to be on a channel um, because they want to get more eyes on it. We will see how. This long. is this is this is this is the official, of course, the official standpoint. Well, not even the official standpoint. Where am I getting? I'm getting this from quite a few PW Insider. I'm getting it from quite a few sources. Are saying that um, you know. Is Vince actually involved? And they're saying no. Vince just wants, just wants to combat, you know, AEW. But um, as soon as AEW, it gets... seems to be, it seems to be working what NXT is doing. So he's just going to leave them to it. All he wants to do is just make sure that, you know, I, I, WWE I, come out on top of ratings. I can't see him sitting silent on this one. To be honest, like if AEW starts to catch a bit of fire, which I predict that it will do. Um, I think he's going to get involved. There's no way that he can't get involved. And before you know it, we've got a, a new Wednesday night war, you know? And is, I think is, is AEW a two-hour show as well? As far as I know, yeah, I think it's going to be two hours. Um, and it's on the same time, exactly the same on, time. Very sure it's on the same time, as far as I know. Um, 8 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought so. That's like prime time, isn't it? On TNT, I think. Yeah. But yeah, like, if it's... You know, if when it comes down to it, Vince will be like, "Oh, hang on, I need to get involved with this." But what? So, as a WWE fan, if you're just if you're just pure WWE and don't want to see AEW, you can look at it from this side of the coin, where you say like, "Oh, WWE aren't even using a proper show or proper product to beat AEW; they're just using NXT." But yeah. as a wrestling fan, we all know that the NXT yeah. is the best show out. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, you can't really stand by that comment as far as I'm concerned because, like, NXT will have a better chance of beating it in the ratings than Raw or SmackDown would as far as yeah. I'm concerned because that's what I would prefer to watch, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm going to watch both anyway. Are you going to watch both when they go live? Not the, um, most, the same time, but obviously catch up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, so, will, I will delve into it. I will delve I'm definitely going to give AEW a go. Um, the, the main thing that um, I'm intrigued about is I wonder what's going to happen with this upgrading because that's what NXT was, right? It was like the springboard to the main roster, yeah? So mm-hmm. now that it's going to be on USA, I wonder what will the upgrading to the main roster look like once it's on USA? Will Love it still it. happen or will WWE be reliant on the good ones to keep the sh- to keep a good show running? 
and be hesitant to let them go to Raw and SmackDown. Do you know what I mean? And hold yeah. and hold like um, Riddler and all of the rest of them back. Like that's one thing that I'm concerned about. Maybe it can go the other way as well. So maybe you can say, oh, NXT needs a little bit of a boost. Let's put, you know, some other Joe back or Finn Balor back. No, nah, I don't think that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Like say, it, no, but Vince is the kind of guy that would do something like that to boost a bit of ratings. Say, oh, Finn Balor's going to be on NXT for no reason whatsoever. But then that draws eyes to it. You know what I mean? So that could happen too. But... um. Just in relation to what you were saying, there was another that's point. If, that's if that's if if your theory that's if if your theory stands true though, right? And that Vince may start to meddle in NXT. I, well, yeah. If he and doesn't, I, I, if he doesn't, then that that won't happen. I think it's inevitable to tell you the truth. I think he's going to mess mess around with it. Hundred. Okay. One hundred percent. There was something else I wanted to say about it, but I can't remember. If it comes back to me later. Um, oh no, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but. Yeah. Um, do you got anything for AOB? Because I've got yeah. some more stuff. Yeah. So I'll, I'll list some more stuff. If cool. that comes to you, then let me know. Uh, so WWE will be launching a new podcast network called WWE. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've just thought of it now. Sorry to go back. Yeah, so go I was going to say about NXT. <laughs> NXT was, um, it's just as you said the word network, I was like, motherfucker. Um, so NXT was something that w- people watch on the network, right? So now that it's going to be on mainstream TV, are they going to lose network subscriptions? Because it's yeah, that's true. It's something that draws you in, isn't it? And like yeah. they're talking about this network tier system as well. And I think like, well, if you're going to remove NXT from um, and the network, why would I pay the same price that I'm paying if I'm literally just going to watch a pay per view? You know, and is it going to be the same thing with Raw, where we're not going to see the latest NXT until like three weeks down the line on on network? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, if it if it's gonna be if it's gonna be owned by a TV company, then maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work out. But yeah, if it's going on main TV, like, why would I watch the network then? Apart yeah, from exactly, there's nothing to there's nothing except for pay per views. You know, and I'll just get the lowest. I'll just get the lowest tier then if they're gonna do it. Tier. Did you hear as well a rumor going around that 205 was gonna be cancelled? Yeah, in like the yeah, that I can see that happening absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what are they gonna do? Three hour shows now for Raw and SmackDown. Where are they gonna where are they gonna fit in two oh five? True. I'd be worried for like the two oh five roster because I feel like there'd be a load of chickens that just been let loose out of a, a chicken run. You know what I mean? In the sense of like they're all running to random independent promotions. Or they or, or they could or they could or it could expand the NXT roster. It's yeah, that, anyway. that would be an option too. Especially, you know, especially now it's becoming a two-hour show. That's probably. Or move it, them so. over to um, NXT UK because that's obviously going to stand um, yeah. for a longer. So I guess we'll wait and see. But yeah, sorry. On to your yeah. um, next topic of discussion. Yeah, launching a new podcast network called WWE Endeavor, which will release a set of um, a series of uh, podcast shows specific to different superstars, which should be good. Um. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they they obviously know that podcasts. We we love podcasts as wrestling fans. We're doing one right now, right? Um, I should say though that they should get Lillian Garcia to be a part of this because her um her interviews with superstars have been fire. Um, this is uh, what I worry about though. So basically, when they did the odd network special of like the Stone Cold Steve Austin show or the Talk is Jericho show, and I think they even did an Edge and Christian one. 
but like when they've had people on so they did like talk is jericho with stephanie mcmahon and they did yeah. like um i think stone cold show with vince mcmahon they gave nothing away they said absolutely okay, nothing. Yeah, fine. and it was not yeah, worth yeah. it and i just think like so basically they've seen these uh, these people away from wwe have success with these podcasts and stuff and they want in they literally just want to own the whole media market related yeah, to their yeah, yeah. that's what it comes yeah. down to. like that's for me for me personally, like I listen to, um, I listen to a few podcasts, like a few fan ones and a few um, uh, ex wrestler ones, for example. And I'm like, I don't want WWE to own them because all of a sudden they're going to start like. Then it's just going to be all. It's just going to be all PR, and it's not going to yeah, be sincere. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be pro WWE, and they're not going to be able to talk like openly and freely. Because you look at like the Edge and Christian show, right? they have like regular WWE people on there and they talk about like their story and stuff. Whereas Vince is going to be like, Oh, I don't want you to say this part of your career. I don't want you to say that, you know, and it's going to be like, Oh, they're just going to air a load of stuff that you don't really want to hear. You know, they, they bought out um, Bruce Pritchard as well, didn't they? Because they didn't, they they didn't want him, you know, talking about it or whatever. I just feel like it's a bit of a, um, it's a shrewd business move in the sense of like, you know, I'd be disappointed if I all of a sudden hear that they've bought out the podcast that I listen to. I'll be like, oh, that's a shame. But we'll see what they come up with. But I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it at that's all. That's a good point. Very yeah. good point. That's just me. Um, I actually listen to them. I mean, I don't know if anyone listens to podcasts, but I prefer, you know, like um, the fan ones because you've well, talk- they're listening to ours, so. Well, yeah, so, you well. know, you're talking from a fan's perspective for a fan's perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, they want you... It's like with these um, documentary specials they put on the network. They only show you what they want you to see. You know, they won't show you anything that, that they don't want to let in or let out, should I say. You know, so I'm not I'm not hyped, put it that way. Are you, you going to listen to any of it? No, nah, not really. You ain't got the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. I want to talk about Ronda Rousey's finger. So, <laughs> this was yeah, weird. It it's grim. But she has ripped her finger off her bone. It's disgusting. Did you see yeah. the picture? Like yeah, in I half. Saw it. it was in half. And um, yeah, it's apparently hard. she, yeah, she she hurt herself. Like, what was filming. she filming? I don't get it. What and was she filming? Filming some sort of TV show, and she had to go away, have it restitched on, and then come back. And I was like, God, that woman. You know, she has got. She's definitely got a high work rate. Whether people want to admit it or not, you know, yeah. I love I love myself a bit of Ronda Rousey. So um, get well soon with the finger. Oh dear. Definitely. Um, XFL teams were announced, not fully uh, wrestling, of course, but WWE related in a sense. Um, and I'm Standpoint. a football fan in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay. The, the the teams were announced. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Vipers. Um, so by next year. Uh, I'm sure the team will probably make an appearance at WrestleMania because it's going to be launching next year, February. So they'll um, do something. They'll sell jerseys. They'll stuff. probably do something, and yeah, they'll they'll probably do something at WrestleMania, um, especially as it's going to be in Tampa. Um, you got the Dallas Renegades, the St. Louis Battle Hawks, uh, Seattle Dragons, LA Wildcats, which I thought was funny because it just reminded me of High School Musical. Yeah, like go Wildcats. Uh, New York Guardians, which I thought was a interesting name, and the DC Defenders, which is all America. Yeah, yeah. they're very Americanized names, aren't they? That's... Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm not a big follower of NFL or American football in general. It flopped last time, XFL. What's to say it's going to be any different? You know, will it run out of juice quite quickly? I'm hoping it succeeds because it keeps Vince's attention on something else and then other people can write Raw and SmackDown. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, I want it to succeed. But um, I guess we'll wait and see. It didn't look like there's a whole lot of teams, though. Because I was like, when you think of like the football Premier League over here, you know, there's like 20 teams. Yeah. And I thought, how many were there? Eight. Yeah. And Eight. Like, it doesn't seem like a lot. So they're not going to be playing that regularly, you know? No. no. But I don't know. If, from but a fan then it's, it's not really... Because it's, it's really just to be... Uh, it's really just to take their eye off. So when football season is off... Then that's when XFL will come into play, won't it? Okay. That's what I don't XFL know. is for. I've got no idea. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically what it is, because football season is from September to February to to Super Bowl. I mean, you can include August if you do preseason, but yeah. So. Um, the situation the players then are they like professional, uh, like football American football players, or yeah, are they like rejects so they weren't good enough to be into the NFL, so they'll probably go to the XFL. Or Canadian football players or something like that who, are, again, you know, got okay. demoted or something. So they'll try there. They'll so try it's another like avenue. Watching, it's going to be like watching the championship, basically, in football terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I'm not. I wouldn't even say championship, to be honest with you. Because okay. <laughs> championship, mean, I'm... they have a chance to get into the Premier League. But, you know, XFL, <laughs> you're not finding XFL players. They're going to then go into that to the NFL. That's just not how, not how it is. It's probably NFL players going to XFL or people who didn't get into the NFL because they weren't good enough and then go to the XFL. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything to me, so... Hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Um, Kalisto. Have you seen he's tweeting? Quite hilarious. He's, no. uh, he's another one counting down the days until he leaves. His contract's up. He's not going. He's not signing on. He's going. Uh, oh, wow. Be interesting yeah. to see where he turns up. The, the, I mean, the prominent guest would probably be somewhere like Lucha Underground because he's just made for it, you know. So, um, but yeah, he's not happy where he is. Obviously, spinning pinatas and stuff around. He's obviously not happy with. So he's going. Um, don't know if you picked up on that. And there's also some prominent rumours coming out of um, again, not reliable sources. I can't even name them. But um, suggesting that Sting is working his ass off to get medically cleared so that he can face The Undertaker. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I heard about it. I never really took it seriously, to be honest with you. No, I mean, I didn't either. But again, if it is the case and if it does happen, I want to see it be the end for both. Like, do one last match as and be and be it. You know, like, because it's, it's the match that everyone wanted that no one got. But I think it's going to be the match that we get that no one wants, if that makes sense, because it's too late. You know, yeah. it's too late now. It's not going to be good. So you just think like, OK, if you're going to do it, just end it now, you know, call it a day. So that's the only benefit I can think of it. Other than that, that is me completed for the week. You want to take us home? Yeah, that's it. So um, good to be back, um, as you can tell from the entrance music. Um, a lot to speak about. So thanks a lot for sticking by us uh, this week, guys. And um, yeah, we will be back uh, pretty much same time next week with another review of everything WWE from Raw, SmackDown and NXT. 
I am Ash, and I'm with my tag team partner, James, and we are signing off for the night. See you later.